How's it going, boys and girls? Welcome back. We are here with another episode of What the Puck. I'm your host, Johnny D'Amico, and yes, yes, we do have two episodes coming out this week. It is the Christmas week, okay? Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, or, you know, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, whatever holiday you celebrate. Um, And you know what? I'm just very happy that it's this time of year. It's my favorite time of year. But I'm going to put out two episodes this week, so don't you worry. Um, and I'm back to, you know, no allergies, no more COVID I've dealt with, uh, over the past month. So let's get right into it for this video. I think we're just going to talk about, uh, mainly some of the, uh, issues that have, uh, been around, I guess not, uh, not necessarily an issue, but like controversies, uh, that I want to go into for, uh, that have, uh, at least surfaced the NHL this season. So first off, I do want to talk about something with NHL attendance by team. And I want to get into one specific team here because, you know, they're actually close to my home. I'm a New York guy, so I, but we all know I like the Rangers. But I'm actually going to talk about a rival. And that's the New Jersey Devils. And I actually uh, wasn't originally going to talk about this, but I heard it on the uh, Spit and Chicklets podcast, which really, uh, which really, you know, it, it kind of got me thinking in, into the numbers. And, you know, because I, I have to admit... I was dead wrong about the New Jersey Devils. Dead wrong. They are a legit team. Uh, they're first in the uh, Metropolitan Division, even though they lost five in a row. Come back down to earth a little bit. But still, their record of 21-8-2, extremely great. They had an incredible start to the year. Incredible first half so far, or first of three quarters. I don't know. where Everyone's at like the thirty over 30 game mark now, so whatever you want to call it. Um, but I really thought they'd be a bottom feeder, a bad team, but I was dead wrong. Dead wrong. And, you know, when I look at the Devils and, and their standings, it doesn't make sense that, you know, their their attendance and fans aren't the, even that high because, uh, and when they brought it up, uh, it, it's just, you know, you look at the past teams that they've had, like in the 90s when they had Scott Stevens leading the team, and they had Brodeur in it, and they had they had Hall of Famers like Patrick Eliash on the team. You know, those crowds were rocking. Uh, you could tell the the atmosphere was different. But, you know, now nowadays, uh, they rank pretty close to the bottom of the NHL. And I do have the list here. Oh, I wouldn't say bottom, but they're more mid when it comes to it. So it's it's concerning because, you know, you look at a, a top team, the, the, the number one team when it comes to, like, uh, you know, total NHL attendance, Boston Bruins. That's the best way I measure it, uh, just because it's a little unfair with either average. It's not a bad way average, but uh, some arenas have bigger capacity than others. So I look at it at total attendance. I'll give you the top five teams. So Boston Bruins are number one. The Montreal Canadiens, just because Montreal is, you know, it's a historic franchise, so that's why. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, two of the last three cup winners. Minnesota is actually at number four. That's ve- that that actually surprised me a little, but uh, good team, you know, good enough. They like they do like their hockey, Minnesota, and then another Canadian team, the Calgary Flames, at number five. So those are the top five teams in to- in terms of uh, attendance, you could say. Now, as for the Devils, you look at the list here, right, and you got all these teams at the bottom. So we're gonna just count up: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. They're bottom 13, so they're around the middle of the pack for attendance, I'd say. Middle of the pack. Uh, you know, and it's weird because, you know, this is a team that's uh, that's won a shit ton of games, 
Um, and it shouldn't matter their opponent because they are a really good team, you know. Even though they lost the last five in a row, I still think they're a good team. Uh, they, they still lead the Metropolitan uh, with points. And, you know, right now they would probably have the tiebreaker over the Maple Leafs just because they uh, have one game less in hand in terms of the President's Trophy, even though Boston's still ahead of them. But the Devils have the second best record in the Eastern Conference. And in terms of the NHL, you know, uh, only uh, Vegas is doing better. Or actually, maybe is uh, Dallas. I gotta check the games play because I do have the standings in front of me. I did want I did want to be prepared for it today, but uh, yeah, no. Dallas has played more games, and New Jersey is the same amount of uh, points. So uh, gotta give them the edge. So they're they're a top five, t- top three team, and uh, it's just like not even like close to full, and and it could it should be so much better that atmosphere, um, which it really is a shame, you know. Uh, I mean, even though I'm a Rangers fan and I will hate the Devils, I will never uh, root for the Devils. I will, I'll, I'll be admit that. I'm biased, okay? But I do, like, you know, I do respect them as a team. They're a good team. Can't uh, take anything away from them in their season. But it just makes so sense with these fans. And then, you know, earlier in the year, you know, you had them chanting Fire Lindy after, like, a game or two. And then they had the, the meltdown against Toronto um, where they had three goals called back and they're throwing stuff on the ice, you know. It's kind of, you know, it's weird fan behavior. You think it should be up there but because they, they seem passionate, but it's really not. Uh, and they need to they need to start going to more games. I, I want NHL attendance to go up. I I hope it does. Now, we can't tell from the, this year to last year just because this year's still going on. Um, and we don't know who's – well, we kind of have a sense who's good or who's bad, but we don't know. We're not going to know the final numbers, obviously, until the end of the season. But again – um, Devils are a good team, and the reason I think they're a good team, I, I think they finally have, you know, a number one, number two defenseman, because ever, ever since, uh, for about two, three years now, I, I can't remember exactly when they acquired them, but the top pair that they have on defense of Dougie Hamilton and Jonas Siegenthaler, I think it's been perfect for this team, I think it gives them a number one, two pair, you know, guys who, Hamilton can contribute offensively and defensively, and Siegenthaler is your typical shutdown, uh, top pairing defenseman and you know uh their five on five is excellent uh they usually outshoot their opponents by a lot whenever they're on the ice and they just have they really good analytics um and, and i know hamilton he's had uh, he had the injury last year so that's why they didn't really get to experience him but uh again it's a perfect like partnership because hamilton's that offensive defenseman who can play defense and siegenthal is your shutdown defenseman he's not uh you know He's not, and he's not like, uh, it's not that he can't create offense, it's just Hamilton thinks more offensively and Siegenthaler is defensively, but it works so well for that team. And it, and the combination really does help. And like I said, their five-on-five play is excellent, um, and they're not like one-dimensional, but, you know, with them on the ice, they, they it seems like the puck's never like near uh, their, their goalie. And, uh, you know, it, it's not like a, Again, a shutdown defensive team because they play like uh, along the uh, the other uh, in the other end a lot, you know. And they they're one of the top pairs in the NHL, so that's really why I think this turnaround has happened. I'm not saying that's the only reason, but I think that's the major turn. And you know, it might not slow down because you look at the defensive court; they got some guys coming up, yeah. But you look at the guys locked up; uh, they got about three guys locked up, and two of them are Hamilton and Siegenthaler. So you know that's going to be the top two pairing for a while. The only other guy that's I'd say locked up long term is the guy they acquired from Pittsburgh this year, John Marino. But he again, another young defenseman. Uh, 
Hamilton's 29, Marino's 25, Siegenthaler's 25, you know. And uh, if they want to keep guys like Severson or Graves or, you know, stuff like that, then they can. If not, they got kids that can uh, probably come up in the system just because, you know, they, they got the kid Nemich down there. Uh, they I think Luke Hughes is still part of their uh, prospect core, if I'm not mistaken. But again, you know, defensive prospects uh, coming up. So watch out for this Devils team. Um, but my major point was, again, you know, I, I just it doesn't make sense to me why the good some of the good teams, you know, they don't have – you know, the crazy attendance. Another team that shocked me was Carolina. They're like the bottom four. They're a really good team. Winnipeg, I really stunned me. A Canadian team doing much better this year. They're about like, they're just not selling games. And it, it kind of concerns me just a little when that happens. Um, next up, another, uh, this, this is more of a major issue I saw. Or not an uh, NHL issue. It is, but it's more the instance. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, this is about... Uh, over a week ago now, uh, when I started planning, but uh, it was a, a sad scene for the NHL when there was a f- huge fan fight at, uh, I think it was, uh, I, I don't remember if it was in Arizona or Boston, I believe it was in Arizona, but uh, there was a fan fight that broke out, okay, uh, and you know, I, I'm, I'm having, uh, in terms of uh, fighting in hockey, I want it on the ice, not off the ice, whenever I say fight, I want, you know, more, uh, action on the ice and I don't want fans fighting because you know it was probably a a funny experience for these NHL fans but guess what it looks pretty bad um just because in the video uh one of the fans got rocked it was a chick okay you never want to and I'm not saying you know oh you know the guy deserves to get rocked but you know when a chick gets rocked it's even uh worse because you never want you never number one you should never lay your hands on a woman and uh I'm not. I'm not trying to get into that, but uh, anyone who does, you can't call yourself a man if you do that, um, e- unless it's like a crazy situation. It, it was a crazy situation, but still, you should never, you know, knock a woman out or like, you know, hurts hurt a woman. It's not something you should do. Um, and then you also see the cops here. You know, one guy kind of stood back and watched it. Another one uh, came flying in and went Superman. So tough, uh, tough scene to watch. Uh, Kind of almost reminded me of a Paul Blart situation. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the movie. I think it was Mall Cop or, or something like that. But Kevin James uh, plays in it. Really funny movie. But, uh, again, um, real uh, sad scene for uh, this uh, scene here. Uh, for this uh, night here. Is you, you never want to see these fan fights break out. And you know what else? It ruins. And I'm not trying to you know sound crazy just because I'm, I'm somewhat young. So I like to have fun. It, it really. This is why um, the NHL they 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 start placing rules now. I don't know if anyone knows, but if you go to hockey games, they limit the amount of alcohol you have. And at first, I said, "Well, that's a little stupid," but because you know you're a consumer, you should be able to buy whatever you want, and you shouldn't have to. Uh, you shouldn't have to, you know, go you ha- have a limit on what you purchase. Well, now you see why these are reasons why they have limits on stuff like this. Because people like to act foolish and uh, get into fights. And I get it. I get it. It's not a... Uh, even though these two teams really aren't rivals. I get the fact that, uh, you know, it could be spirited uh, games at times. It could, there, there could be a confrontation. But you never want to see an ugly scene like this. Which, again, um, real tough to uh, real tough to witness, in my opinion. Now, as for the team... One, the one thing I'll say... Um, that's good for Arizona is, you know, I know they're a bottom feeder and we know how good Boston is. We're not, we're not even going to touch them. We'll talk about them in a later video because they'll, they'll be, 
Again, I mentioned they're at the top. Of, I think they're the best team in the NHL right now in terms of points and probably are the best team. But in terms of the uh, Arizona Coyotes, I will say this, and I'll give them some credit. Everyone thought they'd be a real bottom feeder, and like they are a bottom feeder. I'm not saying they're, they're probably going to be a bottom five team, but everyone thought they wouldn't like even touch winning a game. Well, I have news for you. They're at least trying, okay? And I'm not saying this is a good team. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm just saying they're not a joke. There's teams worse than them, hence Chicago, like who I predicted would be worse. Chicago is a lot worse than them. Um, Anaheim is worse than them right now. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, you can argue the Flyers are worse than them. And so uh, just a little uh, shout-out to, you know, I know it's not the, a good team, but at least they're they're trying. Like, you know, they, they do have some good players like a Clayton Keller, um, Nick Schmaltz, Lawson Krause tries his hardest, and, and then, you know, Jacob Chicharin, they got Gostaspear. Um, this kid Moser on the back end, you know, they're, they're trying. At, at least, at least it's not uncompetitive. They always, they're not, they're not a team that's going to just give away two points. They can't. They don't do that, and that, I respect them for that. So, good on Arizona for not uh, being an absolute joke like most of the NHL thought they'd be. All right, that's going to uh, bring us to our next uh, important topic, which I'd like to call, um, and this is more about NHL and refs. There's been a little bit of. Uh, you know, discussion going around, and it started about a week or two ago, which, you know, or a couple weeks ago when the Devils had uh, that meltdown game, like I mentioned before, and then it actually happened again, in specific with the Toronto Maple Leafs, when uh, Daryl Sutter, uh, he called out the Leafs because um, he was not happy about uh, some of the uh, the calls, I think uh, they had like seven penalties Um in the game, I, d- I can't remember. I did not watch the actual game, but I did watch the presser, and I do have it here for anyone who does want to listen. We'll take a quick listen. Well, that's one thing I learned a long time ago, Eric, when you're in the in Chicago all those years. When you play and you come into Toronto, you know what goes on. I won't say nothing more. But this is two games in a row. You guys had a lot of So then write about it. Do you think they were all penalties tonight? I don't. So, so basically, uh, he didn't believe all of the uh, penalties of called on his team weren't really penalties. And, you know, obviously the story's going to be on the Leafs because that's probably the most popular team in hockey. Everyone knows the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we all know the Toronto Maple Leafs play good to their competition and play bad to their competition. Actually having a very good season now. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't agree that uh, refs are biased. I, I do agree that there's some horrible calls that they're made. And you know what? There probably was a few calls that probably didn't go the Kings' way. But to insinuate that a fan is uh, not a fan, a team is more favored, I want to ask you this. Does Daryl Sutton know the stats of the amount of power play opportunities this year? Not saying he has to, but before he makes a statement like that. <laughs> because I actually know the numbers. And you know. It really is sad because it. I I hate when teams call people out um, based on something they don't know, because right now the Leafs actually are middle, literally middle of the pack for amount of power plays gotten this year. They got a hundred and three power plays, um, uh, or penalties called again uh, for them. So, you know what? If they're middle of the pack, you can't call them. Uh, 
a team that gets a lot of calls, and you can't even call them a team that gets a little calls. They are literally average. I'll count it down. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. They are 15th in the NHL. Literally in the middle. Can't even dispute it. Um, and it, it's, you know, I get it. You want to lose Daryl Sutter. Uh, sorry. I was, about to, I was about to say the Kings just because he used to coach for the Kings. But uh, you want to... You want to like blame something with the Flames, uh, just because their their season's not going right. Really, you kind of look yourself in the mirror because they are not having a good year whatsoever. The Flames, uh, they're like thirty four points. I think their record's fourteen, twelve, and six. I had it written down. Yes, I was right. And to to call out someone, you know, for the amount of power play opportunities. I mean, stop it, man. Like. Do do a favor for all of us. Look your team in the uh, look your look at your team first, because you were all supposed to be at the top of that division, fighting for it. And right now, Vegas is better than you. The Kings are better than you. The Kraken is better than you. The Oilers, your rival, is better than you. And, and then you got other teams. The Stars are better than you. The Jets are better than you. The Wilds better than you. Uh, the Avalanche is better than you. You know, even a team like the Blues is better than you. I'd say maybe even like Nashville too, probably better than you even though you have a few more points than some of those teams. But, but really, I think you, you, you haven't played to those standards. So before we start, uh, you know, assuming that, uh, you know, certain teams get certain calls, not saying they don't. I know Toronto's got their num- the number one star for them is Mr. Austin Matthews. But, you know, some players fall, some players don't. I understand that. I understand it's part of the game. But uh, just uh, look at the numbers first. You want, you want to talk about teams... Uh, uh, not getting power play opportunities, you actually have more than the Maple Leafs this year. So don't uh, don't call out other teams. It's not cool. And then finally, there is a uh, one thing that's not an issue that I would like to uh, kind of congratulate just because it did happen. I mentioned it briefly last week, but the uh, five goal game for Tage Thompson. My God, this dude is an actual freaking stud. Okay, he's. Again, he's a big guy, loves the game of hockey, and I have to say, the last time I spoke nearly about him was about the contract extension, which I didn't agree with, but I'd like to shut up, because I was dead wrong about Tage Thompson. I was 100% wrong on him. Yes, I admit when I'm wrong, and I was way wrong about this guy, because he is having an incredible season, okay? He's second in goals in the league, and it's... It's just it's unbelievable. He he's taken the league by storm now. He's Buffalo's clear top forward. Um, he's got a rocket of a shot. He's got excellent hands. He's good around the front of the net. Like he's a big. Just he he has the complete offensive package. If you ask me, and I know Buffalo is uh, fans are a bit impatient because they've been bad for so long, but they have. And I don't think they're a playoff team yet. And I know that sucks to say, just because they're fighting for one. Right now, they got 34 points in the Atlantic divisions. So that's puts them fourth in division. But when you look at the wild card, they're behind teams in the Metropolitan, like Pittsburgh, the Islanders, the Capitals. You know, So they, they would have some jumping to do. So that's why I, don't, I think they'll be competitive. And I know they won the last four in a row. But uh, I think their team is still a bit too young. Wait for guys like Powers and uh, you know, Darlene to even get better. And even Thompson to get better, and Tuck, and Jack Quinn, you know, and Cousins. And I'll wait for these guys to even get better, because they will be good at some point. 
Um, they're just not there yet, which, again, nothing to worry about. And the, and the power play, oof, Tage Thompson's got a real weapon in this league. And we're going we're gonna to see him, you know, even develop into one of these uh, young studs that are coming up. And so for that being said, uh, I, uh, his ability is incredible. But uh, for that being said, that's where we're going to leave it for this one because I do want to talk about other stuff tomorrow. Uh, which I'll be finished planning tonight. So again, two episodes for Christmas week. All right, boys, have a great night. Enjoy the hockey, and we'll see you in the next one.